You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the Voice of Reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome to Incorporating Superpowers. I'm your host, Justin Reckla. And today, uh, today you're in for a treat because if you're a coach, uh, if you've got a business and you've been wanting to do live live events and you just haven't cracked the code yet, um, our, our guest today is, is Steve Werner and, and he's magic in this space. He's been doing this for, for some time. He used to do it for the, the hotel industry and and made those people a lot of money. And now he's transferred that skill set over to helping people like you that listen to the show who have a business and have a coach that are coaching others, mentoring others that want to step into that space and really up-level what you're doing. So Stephen, uh, thank you so much for being on the show today. No problem, Justin. It is my pleasure. I'm happy to be here. You know, we, we were connecting a little bit before the show um, and just kind of, you know, feeling around as to, okay, what's the best way of, of highlighting what it is that you exactly do? And, and, and so today, folks, we're, we're going to be talking about how to plan the perfect live event. Um, Steven seems to have cracked the code on this, uh, and he's got some points that we're going to cover as to what that looks like. So, Stephen, tell us a little bit about your, your history and, and what it is that you do for your clients. Yeah, of course. Um, so when I got started, I, I used to run events for uh, major hotels um, and I really wanted to go out on my own. I looked at what I could do and I was like, you know, live events, like I know how to do them. I can, I know I can do this. And uh, so I rushed out um, after saving up, I saved a little bit over $20,000. I moved to Las Vegas and I was like, I'm going to hold this big, amazing event. I went and rented space uh, for a thousand people. Um, it was the largest ballroom that Treasure Island offered. And uh, I immediately blew through all $20,000 and got a total of two registrants uh, because I did not know marketing. I knew how to hold events, but I didn't know how to fill events. I didn't know, like I knew the technical details of like how to set up the chairs, which I, for some reason, thought was the important part. Uh, the important part is what you actually offer at the event. And that's what draws people in. Um, so after failing miserably, um, I went with my hat in hand. I begged Treasure Island not to hold me to the contract because I couldn't pay it. They let me out. Um, I ended up moving into a friend's utility room. Um, she let me stay for free because she she believed in me. She was like, I remember sitting at the bar um, at Treasure Island um, after like begging them not to hold me to it. And she bought me a couple beers and she was like, look, like, you don't have to go back to your job. You can live in, like you can move into my room, figure it out. I, I believe in you. And uh, that led on this like odyssey. Um, you know, it was really painful at the time, but it was probably the best possible thing. Like looking back at it, um, it led me on this, this marketing journey. Um, I started off with Dan Kennedy. I found a Dan Kennedy course called butts and seats in the Las Vegas library. No idea how it was there. It's a $2,000 course. Somebody must've donated it. Um, but it, it helped me. It didn't, didn't do anything magical, but I studied it. I took some of the ideas I understood now, like it was really about the transformation that people would get at a live event. Um, so my next event, uh, I scraped together the little bit of money that I had. Uh, I had a credit card with about four grand on it. Um, and I rented space for a hundred person event. And I cold called, I cold emailed, I flyered, I did in-person meetings, I did networking. But I was able to fill that event and I ended up making uh, about $8,000 off of it, which I was thrilled. 
That's better. Well, that's better than losing 20 grand. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but from there, I, I like moved along and um, now I've held 40, 46 events, 45 of them profitable. Um, I learned how to sell at an event. I learned how to get people there. I learned how to fill them. Um, and then about a year and a half ago, so many people were coming to me and they're like, how do I hold an event like that? How do I sell $150,000 in a weekend? Um, how do I get my message out? So I started doing that. Um, I started with uh, two clients at the time, got both of them a successful event. Um, since then, I've worked with, um, man, over 20 people, helping them hold live events, helping them scale their live events, and helping them sell at their live events. Because the key is, if somebody comes to your live event, they were willing to get an airplane, fly to your event, get a hotel room, pay for the ticket, you need to sell them something. Um, that's where the transformation happens. So. Well, and I think some of the things that you're talking about here, there, you know, folks, if you're listening to this, and a lot of this is resonating with you because you've been through this process, you you've tried to do an event, you spent a ton of money on it, you 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 know, you aimed for the stars by trying to get a thousand people to your event. Um, you know, I think that's the one of the, the the areas that a lot of people experience that pain point of doing. They they think that throwing some uh, Facebook ads out there or whatnot's going to fill up the seat and there's so much more to it. And, you know, before the show, we were talking about some of those key points of things that you should have in place before you go from being a small event to, to a large event. And not only that, but the, uh, the closing rate on a small event versus a large event. So let's talk about that a little bit more. Talk to me a little bit more about what, what do you see, um, one, obviously, the bigger events are going to be harder to do. And there's so many people that know that the power of, of running a live event is, is almost essential to, to a growing business, especially in the coaching space and the training and education space. Absolutely. So what are some of the things that like mile markers that business owners should be focusing on before they're even one, even ready to step into the event space? What's that look like for them? Sure. So when a client comes to me, what I'm looking for is one, they have to have a course. Uh, they have to have an outcome that they're providing for the people that they work with. So they have to have a very clear avatar. If they don't know who they serve, like they're probably not even successful in business. Um, but besides the avatar, they have to have a clear product that they're selling so that we know that they know that they can deliver. Um, from there, we look at how we can turn that into a high ticket product. So the thing at an event, if you're selling a $2,000 event, you can probably pretty easily sell a $20,000 offer. Um, so it's about, it's about a 10 X ratio then. Yeah. Give or take a little bit. I mean, some markets are definitely different, but if they're willing to pay $2,000 to come to an event, that means that there is enough value that they will pay for a high ticket. Um, now I won't, I'm, I'm ethics are very important to me and I won't work with somebody that can't deliver on what they're saying. So if they come to me and we do our initial meeting and I look through stuff and you know, they have a bunch of bad reviews and they're not getting people results. I'm not going to help them do this because it's, it's such a powerful thing to come to a live event. You touched on closing rates a little bit. Um, I guess let's, let's stick with what I look for, right? So we're looking for, you have to have a clear avatar, you have to have a clear outcome, and you have to have some kind of course that we can turn into a high-ticket coaching program. Okay, um, so, so I want to I I pause there because this, this is important. There's a lot of people that want to run an event and don't really have anything to sell. They just want to 
create their own speaking stage, but then there's no way for them to generate revenue. So folks, if you're looking at planning an event and you don't have something that's going to 10X whatever your ticket price is, then it, it may be difficult for you to convert. That is a beautiful um, lesson that I think a lot of people learn the hard way uh, but like that, even if they fill the room, they don't really have anything to sell and they wonder why they go broke and they don't ever do another event again. Um, so what's outside of the avatar and having a course to sell, what else should they be looking at? Well, they have to, they have to be willing to sell. So this is, um, we touched on this a little bit and this is a head, this is a headspace issue. Um, so many people are like, they're scared to sell. They're, they're scared to be salesy. They're scared to, and that's serving people like, man, there are so many people are like, Oh, I really want to help change the world. Well, nothing wrong with that. You should. I mean, that's, that's part of it. But if there's two sides to it, one, if somebody doesn't pay you for something, the chances of them paying attention to what you give them is very low. Um, case in point, how many people have said, Hey, can I ask you a few questions? Can I take you out for coffee? You go out for coffee, you spend an hour with them you give them a ton of value and you run into them three months later and they haven't done anything with it. That's because they, it's not important enough. People, what people pay for, they pay attention to. Um, and that is a hundred percent true. So the other headspace issue is, well, I don't have anything worth X number of dollars, right? Um, I talked to a coach, uh, when was it last Friday? Um, he sells his coaching for a hundred dollars an hour and that's all he sells. And I'm like, well, no wonder you're broke. Because you're, he's like, well, I can't charge more than $100 an hour. Well, what he's selling though, people buy because of outcome. What is the transformation that they're getting? Not because of the value of your time. So if you're not selling anything and you just want a platform to speak on, I would say first off, it's selfish and it's immoral because you really just have a big ego and you want to be up on stage and you want everyone being like, oh, look, he's awesome. He's up on stage. That's not changing anybody's life. It's not making the world a better place. It's not doing anything for anybody except yourself. Um, that's a hard pill for some people to swallow, but. You know, you know, it's especially in like the coaching and mentor, mentor arenas, you know, there's so many coaches out there. They're just, they, they're really good at what they do and they want to have an impact and they want to change lives. And they're just missing that piece of the business aspect of what to charge and how to charge, and how much to charge and so forth, because they get too focused on the impact. And it, it's a fine balance, right? Because we've seen it, especially in the due diligence world, we've seen it to where it's the complete opposite. You've got people that are paying, you know, charging $25,000 and the impact they're going to have on you is is very little or out of integrity or you got sold and it's just it just it's ugliness um and you know i think the entire events industry has kind of gotten a bad name uh a bad rap in that arena which is why i love the fact that you said you know it, it, you know integrity and and the, your your ability to be able to deliver is, is so important you won't just take on anyone um, real quick, before we hop on the break here, Stephen, where can people go find information about you? Uh, myt.how. So that's monetize your tribe, myt.how. Uh, there's a free 10 minute course there. Um, it's four short videos that kind of walk you through what goes into a great event. Uh, you can also find me at steve.cash. Fantastic. Folks, we're talking about planning the perfect live event with Steve Werner. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. We're going to dive into this a little bit further. We'll be right back. 
Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. All right, welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. Before the break, uh, we were talking with Steve Werner about uh, planning the perfect uh, the perfect live event. And we we're talking about some of the things that you have to have in place uh, before you even get started uh, planning an event. We're, one of the big things was uh, having the avatar of what, who you're selling to. Uh, two, having a product that, you know, that you're gonna be able to 10X uh, in the sell the sales price based off of what you're charging for the ticket. So you know if you have a two hundred dollar ticket, you should be selling a two thousand dollar item. If you're selling a two thousand dollar ticket, then it's a twenty thousand dollar item. And you should be able to have it. If you don't have that, then you're probably not ready for for live events yet. Um, Stephen, let's let's dive down this a little bit more. Some of the complexities. What what are what are some of the biggest challenges? Let's say you've got let's say a client's got the product they've got the they got the high end ticket item um they they've made a decent amount of money what what are some of the other issues that you help your clients navigate in this space sure so the first one is the biggest call that i get number one call i get a couple of them a week is hey um we've got an event space for 200 people we're three weeks from the event and we have 19 people registered or two people registered or no people registered um, that's the number one call that I get. And what I would tell somebody, if they've never held an event before, you have this vision. The number one vision I think that people hold in their head is the, the Tony Robbins stage where Tony's silhouetted and there's an arena full of people. And they're like, that's going to be me. Or they've gone to an event that's a couple thousand people, um, whether it's FHL or a Tony Robbins event or in, pick any event, right? That's got a thousand people. And I think that's the starting point. What <laughs> Tell them. I, 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 lo- I love that because it's like, oh, they get an event, they picture Tony Robbins in their head, and they think that out of the gate, that's what their event's going to be like. Folks, it took Tony Robbins 40-some-odd years to get to the point of doing events at the level he's doing it at. So aim high, but be where you're at. Right. That's the – even, like – I mean, I dealt with this. This is like the perfect example. Um, somebody came to me and they wanted to hire me to help them with their event. They're a successful coach. They have more than half a million dollars in course sales. They have a following. And he was like, I want to put 200 people in a room. And I said, we went through the whole thing. And I said, here's the thing. I will work with you. But for your first event, let's cap it at 35 people. And he said, why? And I said, because I want to make sure because he had been selling a course I said, now you're selling a year-long coaching program. You have no experience in that space. You know how to get people results, but you haven't done it. If we put 200 people in the room and you close 50 of them, that is a ton of stress on you now to perform for those 50 people. And that's not going to end well for you. And it's not about the money. It's about let's do this the right way. And he said, okay, 
he, he, it took him a second, but he was like, okay, if that's what you're telling me to do, let's do it. So we ended up selling out that event in two weeks. We filled the room. He did, he closed almost half the room, um, which was more than he wanted. He was like, oh my goodness, I totally see what you're saying. Um, now he started coaching them. He's got them results. He's building out his coaching program. And now his next event, we're going to do a 200 person event for him. Um, but it's, it's scaling. And so many people, like this is the thing, a hotel event, you're going to have a food and beverage minimum that is going to be way more than you think. You're going to have room event space. You're going to have AV. You're going to have all the stuff that goes into a hotel event for a hundred person hotel event. You're probably going to spend 20 to 40 grand. If you easily, easily, that's like low end. It's low end. I've looked into this back nine years ago. We were going to start off in the event space before Mm -hmm. we moved into where we're at now. Thank God we went the podcasting route. Let me just tell you, okay? Because we've cracked that code. We're getting the million downloads a month. We're in 90 some odd countries. That's not saying it was easy to do, but just saying, I'll take that any day over over the event space. So God bless you, Stephen, because this is an area that is so challenging for so many people. And this, this is so needed. Your information, your knowledge, folks, go take a look at the course, the four videos, take a look at these. So Stephen, fill me in more. Talk. This yeah. is just walk me down this path because the people that are listening to this, if you're folks, if you're looking at doing live events, this information is extremely valuable. Take it to heart. Don't aim big. Be where you're at. Let's, let's, let's go. So this, you see, this kind of stuff drives me right here. This kind of stuff feeds me because you're you're helping people and, and you're showing them, hey, don't go out and make these mistakes. This is big stuff. So what's that look like? Well, sure. So I mean, most people, you're doing the math. You're right. Well, I'm charging a thousand dollars a person. If I put a hundred people in the room, that's a hundred k. What they don't understand is the cost of that event and the cost of marketing to fill that event is you're going to not break even. And that most events do not break even, most large hotel events. Some of them do. If they have a huge following, Tony Robbins, perfect example. It took him 40 years to get there. What I, <laughs> exactly. What I instead recommend is if you're doing a 20-person event, you can probably go find a co-working space. You can find a local event hall. You can find something that is not going to cost you so for the example that I was given for the real estate guy, we went and we, we did do it in a hotel, but we found a hotel that was willing to do it with no food and beverage and no AV. That allowed us to bring in our own stuff. We catered it through, you ready? Grubhub. It's much easier to say, hey, we're doing Chipotle for lunch. Do you want chicken, beef, or tofu? <laughs> and order everybody a burrito than it is to pay, because when you pay the hotel staff, here's what happens. They're going to charge you $35 for a box lunch, plus 12% gratuity, plus taxes and fees, plus service. So by the time you're done, that $35 box lunch, which is horrible, ends up costing you $65. A gallon of coffee is going to be somewhere between $80 and $150 for a gallon of coffee. You can say, well, I'm not going to provide it. You're going to have everyone complain. Yeah, and, and, and you, you have to have that relationship aspect. And, and I love the, the fact that you bring that out. I'm like, folks, it doesn't have to be fancy, fancy hotel food. Matter of fact, most people don't like that food anyways, and they eat it They eat it because they're at the hotel and doing something like, hey, we're doing Chipotle for lunch. What do you want? One that's more intimate, it, it's more personal, and they, it's something that they can eat while they continue to learn. I, I love that. 
it's just much easier. So that's what we did for him. Um, but I recommend if you use a co-working space, if you use a WeWork space, if you use any kind of co-working space, one, they will promote your event for you. Most people don't know this, but when you, their event space is going to be something like $200, whereas the hotel is going to be like $4,000. The co-working space is going to be a couple hundred bucks at most. They're going to promote your event for you. Your AV there is free because most of them have the meeting room already set up. They're going to let you use it and you can cater it for free. You can do, we, you can, you can use Grubhub. Sometimes they'll have food. They usually provide coffee for free. It's a much better experience because it's, it's much lower cost entry, which takes all the stress off of you as the person. And then when you have, this is the other thing. And you touched on this earlier. I had to learn this myself. So I went from trying to hold this thousand person event. I held a hundred person event, which I did not speak or sell at because I didn't know I was supposed to. I just thought you held an event. Two events later, I learned that you had to speak and sell. At this point, I was holding a 300 person event. I ended up closing 40 people out of the room. That's a little bit better than 10%. Um, That's gonna be average close rate. When I started holding smaller events, my cost per person went up. As in, instead of charging 500 or $1,000 to come to the event, I was charging $2,000 to come to the event. So that's one place that income goes up. Number two, my closing rate went from 10% to 50, 60, 70%. Out of uh, 46 events, I've had six events where I've closed 100% of the room on a $10,000 offer. That makes, like just the economics, if I had a whiteboard, I would do the economics for you. But the economics of holding a smaller event are so much more positive it would be better, in my opinion, to hold four small events, do one every quarter, where you sell a ten or $15,000 item and you're going to close 50% of the people, than hold one big event where you have all the stress and time and energy to put 100 people in the room, and then you sell 10 of them because you close 10%. Like it, and people, I know like people out there are like, but I, I want to be Tony Robbins. That's your ego. Shut it down because that's not what this is about. It's about making sure that you impact people. The way that you impact people is you sell them because once they buy, they're with you for six months or a year and you can actually change their life. And that's where the magic comes in for is it creates that space that allows people to really connect within you. That's where I think one of the biggest gaps in the the mind that most coaches and mentors and people that have a product, uh, have a course and whatnot that they set out to have an impact, but they're 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 missing that that psychology piece of of how that works, uh, Stephen. This is this is just perfect information for uh, uh, just anybody wanting to do a live event. And folks, I encourage you if this if you've looked at going into live events and, and taking your, your your show on the road per se, uh, highly recommend that you reach out to Stephen, have a conversation, uh, see if it's a good fit, and and, and see what kind of magic you can create together. Steven, um, where, where can our listenership go listen to you again? Or find, uh, where can they go find you? Yeah. M Y T dot how, uh, will get you the free course. Um, it'll get you on my email list. I don't, don't worry. I don't blow you up with email. Um, I do send value out. That's how I get people. Um, yeah, that's the best place to find me. You can find me on Facebook as well. Um, a public profile, Steven Werner, W E R N E R. Uh, 
Monetize Your Tribe. You can connect with me on Facebook. I'm really active on Messenger on there, so feel free to hit me up. I uh, absolutely love this. This is uh, uh, good stuff, folks. Go out there if you're ready to have an impact on the world and really make a difference, not only on other people's lives, but your own and upscaling your own business. Reach out, take a look at what Steven's talking about. And until then, go out, change the world, continue to incorporate your own superpowers and, and have an impact on the world. Take care. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.